This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 p.m. UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well, mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it, so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast. But obviously, it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say... I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened. It's in the past. It's pre-recorded and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit. You might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C. Feldman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, basically, I'm... Oh, oh, sorry, hang on a second, hang on a second, I'm just on the phone. Yeah, basically, I'm just I'm just looking to get away from it, you know, get some get some sun, get get abroad, you know, it's been it's been a rough few months, so, um, where, where do you think? I mean, I was thinking maybe, like, France? That sounds, that sounds quite nice. Oh, okay. Okay, not, not France, then. No, that, that bad idea. What about, what about Spain? Oh no no no! Oh yeah, of course, of course, of course. Not 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 Spain, Portugal. Oh, okay. Then then where where can I go without having to quarantine? Uh, right, right. Yeah, no, I'm not going on holiday to Scunthorpe. And now, prepare yourselves for two hours of mediocre entertainment that may be mildly entertaining at best from the Antichrist himself. It's Comedy Bronze at least, or your money back. Brought to you by an award-winning broadcaster. The award being a plastic trophy that's 10 centimeters tall that he got for doing well on a test in year 8. This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Claudia Valentina. That is obsessed. It's Wizard Radio with Clean Bandit and Mabel. Before that, Alec Feldman here. Afternoon, how are you? 
Had a nice week, is all good. Welcome to Saturday afternoon. It's on now because I'm here. That is what my voice signifies. The latter half of Saturday. I've got a new feature today. It's really, really exciting. It's called, what time will my tumble dryer arrive? Right, and basically how it works is my landlord has arranged for a tumble dryer to be delivered at some point today. I don't know when it'll be. Will it be during this show? Will it not? Who knows? So it could arrive at some time between now and five o'clock. So, you know, fingers crossed. And and uh, that's that's basically it. Um, I might get a tumble dryer delivered at some point during the show today. I haven't thought about what happens if it's I'm literally like talking about something and then there's a knock at the door. I mean, normally what I do is just turn it into a game, but I feel like the tumble dryer delivery man's a bit of a rubbish answer. So I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to work on that. But that is possibly the most exciting thing going in my life right now there's a tumble dryer being delivered to my house today hopefully unless my landlord's slightly iffy promises have gone up to the next level and there never was a tumble dryer but we'll see we'll see a fun game for us all also on the show today i've learned about something new i want to talk about manifesting after four o'clock i've seen it all over twitter i think this needs to be brought to the radio so we'll do that do you know who Tony Abbott is? If you don't, you will before the end of the show. Plus, chess, bad news, and Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak, will also be discussed in the next uh, next 10 minutes, actually. Plus, we've got a six-second guide, as usual. We've got someone's knocking at your door, as usual. But, now, this is where things get really exciting, actually. I, on the show today, will be revealing the identity of Banksy. I know, I can't quite believe it either, but it's happening, it's happening at 10 past 4, a world exclusive, I will be revealing Banksy's identity. That is on the show at 10 past 4, something to be excited about. Plus music coming up from Heady One, from Blackpink, from Calvin Harris in the weekend. But first, it's This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned... Once again, I end this week older and wiser than I started it. I've learned, I've learned a lot this week. And so I'd just like to share some of that with you. Some of that wisdom so that you too can end your week wiser and older. So, here's what I've learned first up this week. I've learned that living with people after you've spent like ages on your own is actually kind of, kind of difficult. Because as previously mentioned quite a lot on this show... I now live in a city called Manchester. It's in the northwest of England. It's very nice. I live with two other people. They're very nice. But they haven't been here for basically the two months that I've lived here. It's just been me. So I've got really used to just, like, just being me. You know, like, uh, really loud music in the bathroom. You know, walking around. Not naked all the time, but, like, you know the hop from your bedroom to the bathroom? Don't bother putting, like, a dressing gown on for that or anything. That's good. I can use up all the space in the fridge and the freezer and you know no one will complain all that kind of stuff and now they've come back and i'm like oh wait yeah i forgot this isn't actually just my house there are other people who live here and i don't know it's just a weird a weird like adaptation process where i have to remember that actually no i can't be selfish and walk around naked because there are other people that you have to think about it's it's quite disappointing the company's nice having been on my own for ages the company is good but the (laughs) <laughs> the other stuff is a bit a bit confusing, really. So that's one thing I've learned this week. I've also learned 
that on a similar landlord theme, it requires a visit from your actual landlord uh, just just to change a battery. Yeah, the, the smoke alarms were making a weird beeping noise, presumably because they were low on battery, and so instead of just saying, oh yes, you need to change the battery, our landlord actually came round, which is the first time ever that that's ever happened in two months, to, <laughs> to get up on a ladder and change the battery for us. And I mean, it did stop the beeping, but I could probably have done that myself and we wouldn't have had to live with the beeping all afternoon, but there you go. It, it's not something that I'm trained to do. It does need a landlord to do it. You know, the old joke, how many landlords does it take to change a battery? One is the answer. Can officially confirm. And the final thing I've learned this week is that people really love a discount. Eat Out to Help Out finished, well, on Monday, last Monday, the 31st of August. Basically what it was, the government, for all of August, paid for people's meals well paid for 50% of people's meals when it was a Monday, a Tuesday or a Wednesday and that was the thing in all of August and I used it a few times it was good but on Monday I was cycling home down this really busy road in Manchester where there's loads and loads of restaurants and oh my god it was it was carnage there were literally queues people were everywhere they were all in like the cycle lane all in my way queuing up every restaurant rammed or as rammed as you're allowed to be when there's social distancing but that just goes to show how much people love a discount they will queue up they will probably put their health at risk just to get a 50% off meal and I think you know I respect that as someone who is quite tight with money I respect that dedication to getting a discount so we've learned this week that it's hard to adapt to actually living with other human beings again you need a landlord to change the battery in a smoke alarm and people just, they love a discount but I suppose that's not that new really right, next I would like to sort of develop this eat out to help out idea I've got a suggestion for Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor of the Exchequer which I'll share with you after Heady One, AJ Tracy and Stormzy Ain't It Different plays on Wizard Radio right now One, AJ Tracy, Stormzy on that song as well Ain't It Different is the track, it's Alec Feldman here Good afternoon, playing next Blackpink and Selena Gomez K-pop fans assemble That's on in about 3-4 to four minutes I would say but, but before that, I've had an idea I know that's a phrase that potentially Strikes terror into the hearts Of a lot of people, but I've had another idea This one I would like to direct To Rishi Sunak, Rishi is a Conservative politician, he is the Chancellor of the Exchequer currently Which basically means he's the person in the government Who's in charge of all the money He's the money man that is his job. He decides what we spend money on, what we cut. And in August, he had an idea. Basically, the economy, it's its just completely... I'm trying to think of a word I can say. It's all, its going a bit wrong because of the whole coronavirus thing and everywhere shutting. We're in we're basically the deepest recession in history. Like, the num- basically, the amount of stuff that was made produced sold in the economy in like those three months of lockdown was like 20 percent lower and that's quite bad like normally when when there's a recession we're like oh my god the economy's shrunk by two percent that's terrible 20 percent madness and so he's like oh my god what are we gonna do what are we gonna do how are we gonna get people spending money again how are we gonna get people going out again so he came up with this idea called eat out to help out where the government would pay 50% of your restaurant bill if you ate out in a restaurant had to sit in on a Monday, Tuesday or a Wednesday 
and this this was actually quite popular loads of people did it i i did it i had a few half price meals thanks to my man rishi and this seems to have gone well as i discovered when there were like queues in manchester <laughs> outside restaurants on the last day on monday so that's over now it finished it was only for the month of august but i mean i don't think the economy's fixed yet personally i think there's still a long way to go you know half price meals is a good start but it's not it's not recovering the economy by like a fifth is it no 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 so here's what we need to do themed months we've had eat out to help out that was august's theme but what if we just keep doing this every month until the economy is fixed i think this is a great idea um, yes it does involve you know the government spending loads of money to heavily discount stuff but if it means i get stuff for less money i'm really happy about that so hear me out here's the plan eat out to help out that was august matt hancock who's the health secretary which is a tough job right now is saying for september we should all have a, a soup and shake diet which means we only eat soup and milkshakes therefore you should like subsidize soup places are there any soup restaurants maybe and milkshake places like i don't know shake shack do they have them everywhere that's what that's what they should do this month 50 percent off soup and milkshakes because you know we need to restart the economy that way so that's september sorted thank you matt hancock for soup and shake september but then what about what about october november december maybe continue into the next year october maybe holidays would be kind of nice but obviously um you can't really go abroad because well you just have to quarantine and that's that's bad because it means you have to take two weeks off work and then you can't contribute to the economy what can contribute to the economy caravanning it is october so you know camping's kind of off but caravanning i think will be great and you know you're all self-contained there's no mixing with people no socializing nothing like that a covid safe activity go caravanning in october half price camper vans for all i think that'd be that'd be a nice way to mark the month of october although it's halloween so maybe it could discounted sweets or something i don't know november i'm thinking new wardrobes 50 percent off just all clothes new wardrobe november and then december december christmas toys presents so just i don't know give us some toys or us vouchers or something i know they're not they're closed aren't they you know toy vouchers that's what they should pay for in december i think just free toys and there you go the economy's fixed you've bribed the electorate and everybody gets some cheap stuff which everybody likes so if you want to take this further if you want to discuss this uh, rishi you know where to find me just you know station at wizardradio.co.uk send me an email and we can discuss this some more thank you very much that ends this brilliant idea. And now it's time for Blackpink and Selena Gomez with Ice Cream. It's Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio, that was Blackpink and Selena Gomez. Ice Cream, K-pop represent. I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. That new Calvin Harris and The Weekend tune is playing soon. And Troy Sivan as well. <sighs> okay. Right. Um, I want to update you now on a story I did on the show probably quite a few weeks back. It's... It's my housemate's plants. I, I can't talk too loudly because she is now she's now back. So I'll, I'll just kind of whisper this one, but it's okay. You can hear. But right, do you remember I told you about these plants and how I really, really didn't like them? 
basically she'd gone away she'd left the plants in the kitchen and i guess it was my job to water these plants there were a few of them there was like a tiny little one and then a weird thing in a jar that looked kind of like a pom-pom then there was like some tall kind of grassy plant that looked like a tiny palm tree there was some bamboo and there was a little cactus thing right they got left in the kitchen while she was gone presumably for me to water although she never actually said that trouble with these plants was they were just releasing flies like apparently flies they just live in soil and then they hatch and they fly about everywhere and we just had loads and loads of these tiny little flies just being released from these plants and i got sick of squishing flies all the time and I, I came on this show and i was like oh my god what do i do how do i kill these plants without getting caught and I, you'll be pleased how i didn't actually kill the plants in the end because i thought that would be really really mean <laughs> and even a bit you know below the belt for my standards so i didn't kill these plants it was all fine what i did do though is just, just move them outside we have this window it has to open really wide because I live in a basement and it's like the only fire escape. So I just opened this window, shoved them outside in the front garden and didn't think about them for weeks. They were very happy there. They got sunlight. They got like watered when it rained. Honestly, it was a great life for those plants. I had a really good time and everyone was happy. The plants were happy because they were getting looked after. I was happy because the plants were gone and I didn't have to look at them or squish flies released by them. Great. And that, that was where we left it the flies were kind of going away the plants were outside this week the situation changed something really bad happened actually two two bad things happened in quick succession it was like a, a sitcom my life is a sitcom i genuinely believe that someone somewhere is like watching me and there's like a, a naff laugh track going off and yeah so on monday our landlord who was round to change the battery, also decided she was going to send someone to, like, clean up the front garden. There was loads and loads of stuff in the front garden, like rubbish bags, old furniture, just so much waste. And so she sent someone round to do that on Monday. I was quite busy on Monday. I didn't get home until quite late in the evening. It was dark. All was well. Then Tuesday, I go outside and I'm like, oh wow, this this front garden, it's so tidy. All of the stuff has gone. It looks really nice now. It's really empty and neat. Happy days. And then I looked over to the window where these plants were supposed to be. And they'd gone. And I panicked because I put those plants there. I thought they'd be safe. And then obviously what had happened is the person who came round to like tidy up the front garden thought the plants were just rubbish to be thrown away despite the fact they were in like plant pots and got rid of the plants the plants were gone the plants that belonged to my housemate who you know cared for them really liked them they were just gone and i was like oh no this is bad this is really bad so first thing i did was message her boyfriend being like listen something bad's happened i need you to tell me exactly what plants she had and don't tell her i've asked right that was the first thing i did um and he was not very helpful he didn't know but i decided what i would do instead because i'm a nice person who wanted to make it up to her and felt really bad i'd go to the garden center and buy some new plants that were like really similar so that by the time she got back yes i would have to come clean about putting the plants outside and then them being thrown away but at least i would have replacement plants to replace it with right that was the plan okay then um i shared this plan with 
the countryman, as I call him, because he's from a tiny little village in the countryside. I told him what had happened, and I was like, oh no, something really bad's happened, but here's what I'm going to do, it's okay. And he was like, oh yeah man, that's really, really bad, I can't believe that happened. And less than five minutes after having this conversation, our kitchen door opens, and we were all like, hang on a minute, you're here, I'm here, who's that? And we just see the door opening. And we see the door handle twisting and we hear voices. And we're like, are we about to be brutally murdered here? What on earth is going on? And the door opens and who walks in? It's Hammy. That's that's what I call this girl who the plants belong to. She's back. Unexpectedly. Nobody knew she was coming. She just walks through the door. And and I just look at her like, oh my God. What? You're not supposed to be here. Like basically looking like I'd seen a ghost. And she was like, oh, okay. Hi. And he was like, oh my god. And <laughs> I just panicked because she wasn't supposed to come back then. I hadn't bought the new plants yet. What What the hell? Why did she come back so soon unexpectedly? I don't know. Um, and it was just a bit awkward and I was shocked. And you know, we had some nice chat up, chat up, no, catch up conversation. All was good. And then she she goes to, you know, see how her, her plants are doing. And she looks at the tiny little, tiny little pot. She's like, yeah, that's cool. And she looks at her little weird thing in a jar and you know, stirs it with a finger <laughs> I don't know why it's a weird thing and then she's like wait where are my other ones and I just had to like turn around and look at her and be like uh, <laughs> something bad happened but I promise I'll make it up to you oh <laughs> how how did this happen like such an unexpected inconvenient ridiculous set of coincidences that the plants will be taken away and then she would come back literally like two days later like what no why how literally a sitcom and so the way i i broke the news you know i turned around and looked and i was like listen something really bad's happened um but it's all it's all good and so it you know as as it turns out it could have gone a lot worse the news was taken quite well i would say which is good which is you know the best outcome you'd want really but you know these things can go two ways. They always can. And so what I would like to know this afternoon, what would you say is, you know, the best way to break bad news to someone? Have you ever broken bad news to someone and how have they taken it? Has it gone well? Has it gone badly? Did you mess it up? Did they respond unexpectedly? If if this is you, if you've got some advice for, you know, next time I accidentally end up losing my housemate's pot plants, Send me a message, please, right now. 07807 183 538. You can tweet me or Instagram DM me as well, Wiz Radio, on there. Or you can send an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk. Have you ever broken bad news to people? What is the best way to do it? I want your experiences, please, so that next time I accidentally do something terrible, I'll, I'll be better prepared for the inevitable questions. So you get sending those in. I'll read a few out in a bit. First, Calvin Harris and Troy Sivan. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Please consume responsibly. Troy Sivan and Rage a Teenager on Wizard Radio. Before that, Calvin Harris in the weekend. Over now. My name is Alec. A very good afternoon. Thanks for having us on. Josh685's new song plays in the second. First, I wanted some advice. It's sort of it's advice that's too late to help me, but it might help other people. And, you know, it'll help me in the future for the next time I need to do something like this. Just wanted to know how to break 
bad news to someone because I was sort of entrusted with some pot plants in my flat whilst my housemate was away for a bit and I just kind of got frustrated with the number of flies that were released by these plants and so I moved them outside and then whilst they were outside our landlord came and cleared up all the rubbish outside including those plants and threw them away and I then had to tell them this news much sooner than expected when they just appeared one day and I think you know like I said I think I did an alright job but can always do better which is why I'm very grateful for Shannon's message that says I think you did the right thing by just being straight up about it the worst thing with bad news is when people try to talk around the issue rather than just dealing with it straight and being honest you told her as soon as you could you didn't shy away from it you even proposed a solution to her my mum is a lawyer and she always says the best way to deal with letting someone down is to say it to their face then apologize and then work out a way to solve the problem and you did all three plus you're not a plant expert she shouldn't have left you her plants with someone who can't care for them them uh, you know hang on now i've messed that up i can't read what shannon said was you shouldn't have left her plants with someone who couldn't care for themselves never mind a plant yeah ha, very very funny i can look after myself thank you although mm, haven't shaved in a while so maybe maybe <laughs> maybe you're right so an actual lawyer is now involved in this plant discourse this is this is good this is helpful i'm glad that shannon's mum the honorable shannon's mum qc um kind of approves of my approach basically you know say it to the face say sorry give solutions i did all that i am officially approved by a lawyer this is very exciting and also i think means i'm legally covered you know i am not legally responsible for the demise of these plants as far as i can tell so that's good i'm not going to get sued about it so happy days on that front at least matt hello to you says it's not your fault alec you shouldn't be apologizing to her what really her plants i think you said before that she never even asked you to look after them just left them at the house and assumed you would if i was you wouldn't have even looked after them in the first place i would have just left them to die it's up to her to look after the plants what if she had a guinea pig and she went away and didn't ask you to look ask you to look after that guinea pig would have died a horrible death therefore it was irresponsible behavior and lucky that you even tried to save them wow matt is coming down very harshly against the plants here which I think is unreasonable, you know. I don't, I, actually, I, that's a lie. I was going to say I don't have anything against the plants, but I've made quite clear in the past that I did. But that's, that, you know, nothing to do with the fact that they did end up getting lost. <laughs> it was a complete coincidence. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I think it is largely my fault, Matt. I think you're wrong because I was the one that put them outside where they weren't safe, you know, <laughs> although I wasn't quite expecting them to be thrown away by our landlord but you know i was the one that moved them there therefore it is kind of completely my fault so i i think you're you're being a bit harsh there on the plant odor you know i i don't i don't believe in victim blaming and the plants and the owner of the plants you know they didn't do anything wrong they didn't deserve me to move the plants outside you know it was a terrible terrible accident but I don't think anyone other than me is to blame here. Alexis as well. Hello. You should actually team up with your housemate. Take down the woman who threw the plots away. Your friend was hurt by this woman. This random person destroyed her property. That's not your fault. The best way to get back into your friend's heart is to be on her side. Launch an attack on the person who did her wrong. 
it also deflects the blame away from you and puts all the blame onto the person who threw them away. Yeah, that that's true. That is quite handy, but I don't think ganging up on the person you rely on for housing is really a great idea. You know, if if it was a good idea, then we wouldn't have lived here for two months without a working tumble dryer. That's all I'm saying. By the way, just as a little update on the game called When Will My Tumble Dryer Arrive? 45 minutes into the show, nothing yet, but I'll keep you posted. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think taking this person on is necessarily the, the right thing to do. Some mixed, mixed, I guess, opinions on how to break bad news here. I think generally the Shannon lawyer approved method of just saying sorry and bringing a solution is a lot better so that's very helpful thank you very much coming up next i played chess this week um i don't think i'll be joining chess club anytime soon more after josh 685 sweet and sour wizard radio wizard radio josh 685 lauv and tiger sweet and sour it's alec feldman someone's knocking at your door coming up in about 10 less than 10 less than 10 minutes until someone knocks at my door before that I played a game of chess this week. I know chess gets a bit of a, a hard time because normally it's associated with, well, nerds, basically. But you know what? That's fine. Big up the nerds. Big up the chess players because I, this week, became one of those chess players. I don't play chess very often. I think I've done it maybe twice in the last two years. So my average is about one a year, but that is quickly rising because I played this week, which is the third time in, in two years. So get that average up. And I wouldn't say I'm very good, <laughs> which is not surprising given how little I play it. I'm not a chess person. But also I'm a person who... I don't really enjoy doing things I'm bad at. I, ju I just find it really frustrating being bad at stuff. So I generally don't do things that I just can't do. And with chess, that's really difficult because, you know, people are like, oh, do you want to have a game of chess? And I'll be like, well, no, not really, because I'm rubbish. It's not even a competitive thing. I don't care about winning. I just want to be able to put up a fight. But with chess, that's kind of difficult because I'm not very good. You know, people spend hours practicing chess. People know all the moves. They're like, oh, yes, this is the best starter move you could possibly do. People can, like, think about, like, ten moves ahead in a split second. That's not me. I can't do that. I don't think about chess in enough detail. I'm not practiced enough or experienced enough. And so I reluctantly agreed to this game of chess. But now now because I was in this game, I wanted to not be terrible. So I just really, really, really applied myself, like properly. Like thinking everything through. Every time I moved a piece, it had to have a reason. There had to be like a grand plan. It had to be a part of something bigger. I couldn't just like randomly move a pawn forward just because I didn't know what to do. There was none of that. Everything was calculated. Everything was thought through. Just because I didn't want to get caught out. I didn't want to look stupid. I wanted to put up a fight, basically, with the person I was playing with who was better than me. Not massively better than me, just a bit better than me. Had more practice and experience. And, you know, I did give it my all. I put a lot of effort into this game of chess. The only trouble with that is that because I was concentrating so hard and thinking things through, the whole game took ages. Like, ages. Honestly, I think it... I didn't have a watch on at the time. I think it lasted about two hours. 
a two-hour game of chess. And basically all of that was just my fault. Because every time it was my turn, I just think every scenario through. Like, every piece, I would like, oh, where could that move? If I move that there, what could happen? Where am I vulnerable? Where does that, what does that help me achieve? And, like, thinking about the same for the other person. Like, Why have they done that? Why have they moved that piece there? What's their plan? And the result of thinking about all these things when you're not that experienced or good at chess is that it does take quite a long time. So there was probably maybe like a five minute, maybe even more gap between each of my moves just because I wanted to think about these things. The The person I was playing with, honestly, they weren't, they weren't keen on my playing technique. They got quite bored after maybe the first hour. They did have somewhere to be and so really wanted the game wrapped up. And actually at the end, they just they just left. They had to go to the place that they needed to be and literally left this game of chess before it was over. Like, it was close, you know. It would have been over within a few moves, but they were just like, no, I'm sorry, I haven't got time, I need to leave. And the game never even finished. Um, although I'm reliably informed, because my housemate, who is much better at chess, was also watching, that it would have ended quite rapidly um, after they did leave. But this game of chess, because of me being really slow, literally lasted two hours and didn't get finished because the person I was playing against got bored. <laughs> so I don't think I will be going back to chess anytime soon or in fact joining any kind of chess club because I don't think I'm cut out for it. It's not, it's not, it's not for me. It's not my thing. Coming up, someone's knocking at your door will be on Wizard Radio after Claire Rosencrantz and Backyard Boy. Someone's knocking at the door Somebody's ringing the bell And good afternoon, welcome one and all to the greatest game show on radio Yes, I said that because I genuinely believe that it is at least the greatest game show on Saturday afternoons on this radio station It's someone's knocking at your door If you've never heard this game before, ever Let me, let me explain it to you Um, I... I'm quite an antisocial person. I don't like visitors coming around to my house. I don't want any. I just want to sit here in my slightly damp basement and do my thing without being interrupted. But but people don't get that. So sometimes they just show up. They'll show up at my house unannounced and they'll give a little knock at the door and I don't really want to let them in. I don't I don't want to see them. <laughs> if I wanted to see them then I would I'd invite them. I didn't. So they shouldn't be here. And so the only conditions I will let them in my house when they just show up are that you have to guess who they are and if you can guess correctly then great congratulations I will I will let them in but if not then I'll send them away because I don't want to see them and if nobody else wants to see them then be gone that's what I say so now we just um I mean, it's entirely possible, I suppose, that nobody will knock at my door this week because, you know, it, it does happen, but it doesn't mean it will happen all the time. Ah, but it did. Of course it did. That's very predictable. Let me just look out. Look out the little peephole. Is it someone delivering my new tumble dry? No, it's not. It is not the tumble dry delivery person. It is someone else instead. Oh, by the way. I don't want to make it too hard for you. So you do get five yes or no questions. When I say you, what I mean is, is James Gilmore because you you can't talk back. But he gets to ask five yes or no questions to try and work out who it is that's actually knocking at the door. 
Hey, James. Hi. Um, you know what? You busted me because I thought it was going to be the tumble dryer delivery man. I really hoped it would be, but no. No tumble dryer. Shame. All right. Well, my first question. Is this person a celebrity or an everyday sort of person? Um, I think I think quite famous. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um... Are they... Have they been in the news recently? Mm, not really, no. Okay. Um, great. So we're crossing off everyone relevant. Um, are they an artist? No. Okay. Are they only famous, really, in England? Definitely. Oh. And my last question. Oh, no, I was going to ask a gender one, but I don't think that's actually going to help. Um, okay, they're a famous celebrity who's not been in the news recently. They're not an artist and they're only famous in England. I guess, mm-hmm. are they a politician? Not a politician. Okay, so it's not Rishi Dishy. It's not. Sorry but- to disappoint. And it's not a, like, off on my ideas yet. it's not an artist. So it's a famous person who's only famous in England, who's not been in the like usually. If somebody said famous person not in the news recently, only famous in England and not a politician, I would say Gary Barlow from Take That. But you've said they're not an artist. <laughs> they are not an artist, and I think Gary Barlow is. He is. He is. Um, all right. Well, those are my five questions. Okay, all the questions are gone. What do you think? I do usually give a bonus clue, and I think this week we might need one. So, here it is. There's two of them. Ooh. Two okay. people are knocking at the door. What What I should have done, really, I mean, what they should have done, really, is knocked kind of like, like this. Two knocks, because there, there is two of them. Well, I guess I they um, they delegated that role. Can I just check, are both of these people definitely alive? It's not the Chuckle Brothers. Oh, okay. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> Who is it then? 07807 183 538. Text me with your guesses. You can tweet as well, at WizRadio, or by email. Send your guesses and your reasoning my way. I do like you to show you're working as well. Station at wizardradio.co.uk. Who's knocking at the door? They're quite famous, but they haven't been in the news that recently. They're not an artist. They are kind of only famous in in England, and I guess Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland too. Not a politician. Oh, and by the way, there's two of them. Have a guess. Whilst you do that, we'll have the news. It is exactly four o'clock. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet. Salem Elise and Mad at Disney. How could you be? Before that, Joel, Corey, and Emanike, head and heart. It's Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. How's it going? 24k golden playing soon. Tate McRae on the way as well. First, though, I promised that at 10 past four, I would reveal the identity of Banksy. The time currently is nine past four, so I might wait you wait a minute just to build up the tension. Is that is that a good idea? No, no actually, let's not let's not bother with that. Basically, I saw this tweet. Someone had a theory. And I think it's actually quite a good theory 
and it's a theory I really want to be true, right? You know Banksy, obviously you know Banksy, the artist guy, graffiti artist that he'll like, under the cover of darkness, he'll show up at places and like do some artwork. It'll usually have like a political message. Everyone's gonna be like, oh wow, that's amazing. It's so smart, so perceptive. Like, isn't Banksy amazing? And nobody knows who this guy is. Like, nobody has ever found out his identity. It's a big mystery. Never been caught, nothing like that. Massive secret. No one knows who Banksy is. And like, his work can sell for millions. My favorite one was the time he painted a picture and, or something, did some artwork, and it sold for millions at an auction, and then immediately, as soon as it sold, it literally got shredded. There was a shredder in the picture frame, the artwork got shredded, that was a good one. But his work shows up all over the shop, loads of different towns and cities across the UK. They might just have suddenly a Banksy appear, and it'll be him. And there are like experts who have ways of knowing that it's the Banksy. And so that's Banksy. His identity has been a massive secret until now because someone on Twitter has come up with this theory that the identity of Banksy, the secret identity, is a man called Neil Buchanan. Neil Buchanan is Banksy. Now you might not know who Neil Buchanan is, which is fair enough, but there's a show on the telly, it's called Art Attack, it's on Disney Junior at the moment. But for years before that, it was on CITV, and it was hosted by Neil Buchanan, who was on kids' telly, doing loads of artwork with kids with, like, pipe cleaners and paper mache. Oh, it was great. And, you know, he was a nice guy. I think he was from Liverpool, and he just did this art show for ages and ages and ages. He's the guy, you'll recognise him because he always wore a red jumper that said, Art Attack, because the show was called Art Attack. That's Neil Buchanan. And it was on the telly for a very long time. And... Someone, Scouse Man on Twitter, thinks that he, Neil Buchanan, the artist, is Banksy. The the reasoning is, Neil Buchanan is now, since giving up Art Attack and handing it over to someone new, is like a rock star. <laughs> I know, that's a weird one. And every time he's done a show, like a gig, there's been a Banksy in that city shortly after. Conclusive proof that Neil Buchanan, the guy in the red jumper, from Art Attack is actually Banksy. Now, obviously, that is, you know, strong evidence, but we don't actually know for sure. So what I've done, I guess, to to try and shed some light on this is I've invited an actual artist on the show. It's Neil Buchanan, everybody! No, it's not, it's not Neil. But it is my artist friend. Yes, I have an artist friend. It's Sam Harris, everybody. Sam Harris, hello. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, welcome to the show. Do you know Banksy's identity? I mean, it could could very well be be nil. Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that it is nil. Um, I mean, for a long while, people thought it was um, Robert Del Naja of Massive Attack, because, as you said, like the band, um, the, the band, yeah, Massive Attack, because right. wherever they went on tour, Banksy would pop up in the area or things like that. Um, but not many people know, but as you just said, that Neil Buchanan is, or was in a band called Marseille. Um, Are they not together anymore? Are they split No, up? they still might be. I, you probably know more than me about his music career. I know about the art career. Um, but yeah, they used to, both bands begin with the letter M. So I guess that's where the confusion could be. 
but there is a big chance that that Neil Buchanan can be seen walking around the streets of the East End with a PVA glue and a spray paint can in his pocket. Very interesting. Has there ever been any indication in like actual Banksy artwork that it may feature ideas that were stolen from kids who sent it in? Well, I mean, on TV, Neil, I don't know if you remember, made that massive face of the Queen from, I think, £10 notes. And he's always been known for like big outdoor multimedia works and things like that which Banksy has also sort of I mean Banksy did a whole thing where he dropped custom printed £10 notes in Notting Hill many years ago so I mean the similarities Neil had all those £10 notes and Banksy had all those £10 notes yeah that is so true so you claim potentially that you might know who Banksy is have you ever met Banksy I've never met Bank. Well, not that I know of. Interesting. Or I have, so and I'm and I'm not saying that I have. Let's but okay. I'm let's sure. say you haven't. But if you had met him hypothetically, was he hypothetically wearing a bright red jumper? I mean, let's just say if you met him, you might have a heart attack. Hmm. <laughs> Intriguing. You know, but I mean, I, I, think... I mean, maybe Banksy is more than one person. Maybe it's Neil Buchanan and the entire production crew of Art Attack because they wanted to do something else, which was generating more money. Wow. I mean, so many, so many theories here. I think this, this is actually a really, a really strong one. Okay, final question. Right. In your expert artistic opinion... Does the work of Banksy look like it might have used lots of pipe cleaners? I mean, it, it, I think I think so, and PVA glue. But I mean, it could also be the woman from Smart. We'll never know. Uh, I suppose, yeah, it could be Kirsten O'Brien as well. Imagine if they were they're t- they're together. Too many theories, but, but I think for now... That's a very good theory. We, we basically have an exclusive which is that sam harris the artist has officially confirmed that neil buchanan from the tv show (laughs) art attack is actually banksy thank you so much for that exclusive information sam really appreciate that no problem and there you have it banksy's identity was revealed live on wizard radio um I, i don't really know what to do with that information now it kind of kind of spoils the fun doesn't it but but well done to neil buchanan Next, I'd like to introduce you to someone else who's not Neil Buchanan, but they are called Tony Abbott. More details after 24K Gold and Ian Dior. This is Mood at Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio, 24K Gold and Ian Dior. That was Mood. Stop everything. Breaking news. The tumble dryer has been delivered. It's already actually in situ. It was really, really quick. I didn't even realise it was happening. But the tumble dryer is here. It's in place. It's in its little tumble dryer cupboard. I cannot wait to trum- tumble dry something. Thank you for coming with me on this this big adventure, this journey um, on the radio feature. When will my tumble dryer arrive? If anybody had any money on 4.15, then congratulations. Right. Been a busy show. So far today, we've already revealed the identity of Banksy. But next, I would like to introduce you to someone else. Have you heard the name Tony Abbott before? Tony Abbott used to be the Prime Minister of Australia. And he has just recently been made a trade advisor to the UK. 
which is quite a controversial choice because a lot of people don't like him. I think he has said some very problematic things in the past. People say he's a homophobe. People say he's a misogynist. And so it's a very, very controversial appointment. But, you know, the government being what it is in the UK, it's been made anyway. So Tony Abbott, welcome along to the Board of Trade. You are now officially an advisor. Welcome, Tony. Now, he he's probably a name that you won't be familiar with before now, but I would like to play you some audio of what was possibly his greatest ever moment. When I say greatest, uh, it wasn't great for him, but it was very, very funny for everybody else. I don't know how long ago this was. This was quite a while back. I think this was before he was even the Prime Minister of Australia. He was just like the leader of the opposition in Australia. And he'd done a visit, I think, to some Australian troops who were in, I believe it was Afghanistan. And they were telling him a story about how they'd been on a mission and one of their sort of teammates, one of their comrades, had really sadly been killed and they were sort of explaining the story of this and the the circumstances under which he died and how it all happened and obviously Tony Abbott is there listening to what they have to say and then then he just completely puts his foot in it and he says this Now, I know that was just a lot of a lot of noise because there was a helicopter there. You might not have been able to hear that, you, you know, strain your ears a bit. But basically, he goes, oh, well, well, you know, sometimes shh, happens. Uh, that that was his response to hearing about how an Australian soldier got killed. Uh, he goes, oh, well, sometimes, you know, oh, it happens. And that was it. And a lot of people. We're actually quite, quite angry about his just complete lack of like empathy and understanding and just completely tone deaf comment. And so it led to this incredible situation where he was interviewed on the news in Australia and someone asks him about this. They bring up this, this thing where he said, oh, well, you know, things happen about someone, an Australian soldier being killed. And then there's just a, a really, really awkward interaction. Have a listen to this. Look, a soldier has died uh, and you shouldn't be trying to turn this into a subsequent media circus. The soldiers shouldn't. Yeah. I shouldn't. Yeah. But I'm not turning into a media circus. I'm showing you vision of you, your reaction to his explanation about what happened on the day in the operation that, uh, in which uh, McKinney was killed. How's that turning into a media circus? Okay, well, tell me, what's the context? And if it's out of context, what is the context? You're not saying anything, Tony. Um, I've given you the response you deserve. <laughs> I'm giving you the response you deserve. He was just silent for for 27 seconds. 27 seconds of just silence because he's just completely stunned. He's like, oh my God, I've completely backed myself into a corner here. I said something stupid. I've been called out on it. I've tried to blame the media. It's not worked. 
and he's got me and I just don't know what to say and so he just says nothing and then tries to pass it off as oh yeah I'm not talking to you because I, I don't want to give that question any respect no mate it's because you, you literally can't think of anything to say because it makes you look so bad that that the silence in itself is really awkward and really funny but you need to see the video of this as well if you just search Tony Abbott sh happens you'll find it and this video where he's just silent he's not just staring He's doing the weirdest nodding I've ever seen. You know those little Churchill dogs that you sometimes get in like the back of cars? That you, you nod and the head like bounces up and down. It's literally doing that. He's just like shaking his head up and down really, really quickly. Really tiny movements. Just being like, oh my God, what do I say? What do I say? And it's really funny and really awkward. So this, uh, everybody, is the UK's new special advisor to the Board of Trade. So welcome, Tony Abbott. Um... I'm sure we'll have many more excellent gaffes just like that in future. This is Tate McRae, you broke me first, Wizard Radio. Tate McRae, you broke me first. This is Wizard Radio. It's Alec Feldman looking after Saturday. You good? Hi. Snake Hips and Jess Glynn playing soon. And Gracie as well. I've been seeing loads of people recently on Twitter and Instagram using this word and I sort of, I don't fully understand it, but I've kind of, I've seen it a lot. So I thought I'd look into it to try and work out what it means. The word is manifesting. And I'm going to read you now the Urban Dictionary definition of manifesting. Okay. Um, to make it, make it happen, to make something real, to wish for something, and it ended up happening. This is from February the 16th. 2020 so this is quite recent and so that's basically i think what manifesting is you just think about something really hard to try and turn it into a reality now everyone seems to be talking about this and i mean you know you know how i am you know that i'm maybe slightly cynical about a lot of things and maybe you know my gut reaction would be to think what a load of rubbish. Like, obviously, something's not going to become real because you thought about it. Like, that's that's not how it works. You don't have psychic powers. You're not Matilda. But, you know, everybody's talking about it. So I'm thinking maybe I should open my mind a bit. Maybe manifestation is real. Maybe you can just imagine things and they will just happen to you. And so, you know, I'm going to give it a go. I want to be really open-minded and maybe... Maybe this can actually work. Maybe, you know, instead of just going in like a normally would be like, <laughs> what a load of rubbish. I should give it a fair shot and then we'll see what happens. And I'd, I'd quite like your help, James, with this one, if that's okay. If you can give us yeah, a hand. I can, I can give you a hand. Like, how, how do you do it? Do you have to do it in a certain way? So, if you've ever seen manifesting happening on TikTok, you have to... I think the intention is very important. It has to not be said in like a selfish way or just like a, oh, I want this sort of thing. You need to really believe it and kind of shut your eyes and vision. In fact, you know what? Should we put some manifesting music on as well? Because that's should got help. Any? We've, I've got, here we go, in the background now, some music, calming mm. music that will help you manifest. What okay. do you want to manifest, Alec? Um, well, I would say a new tumble dryer, but I've just got one of those, so it's, it's a bit late. 
What about a, okay. what about a um a new dishwasher? I mean, I don't have room. I'll tell you what. I want to manifest um the return of these plants that accidentally got perfect. thrown away that belonged to my housemate. And that's a perfect thing to manifest because it's not it's not all selfish. You're trying to do okay. good for someone else. And as I said, intention, from what I've learned from TikTok, mm. intention is important. Okay. So, shut your eyes. Sorry mm. for taking over your radio show, but shut your no, eyes. No, no, I, I appreciate the help. And visualize those plants returning. Think about, imagine the plants, not just the plants in thin air though, the plants exactly where they should be. And visualize it over and over again until it's obvious. You don't have to make those noises. Oh, okay, sorry. Until it's obvious that, of course, the plants are there. Why wouldn't they be there? They've always been there. And then fill your mind plants. with the plants feeling. Plants! <laughs> fill your mind with the good feeling that won't just fill your body. But your friend's body as well when uh, those plants uh, return okay. the chemicals going through your brain come back plants that will you'll feel and they will feel as well when this good deed happens yeah i'm really feeling this i can i can yeah it's like running through me i'm so in the zone these plants they're coming back they're coming back i can feel it I'm they're not coming right back now. they are there they are already there Oh my god, are they really? Let me let me just look up. No, 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 not yet. Just imagine it. Just imagine. Oh, okay, 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 okay. They're not coming no, no, back. They are, they yeah, are. they are. There. In your yeah. mind, they yeah. are there. Okay. And now, be grateful and thankful to the universe. Exude Who? that energy. Exude being a word of the day for me today. The energy. Thanks, universe. That the universe has granted this wish for you. Cheers for the plants. And now you have to do that every day for the next month. Oh, Jesus. No, that's yeah, a waste that's of time. The, that's where that. they get you. That's where they get you. you have to do it every day for the next month. And then, if it isn't manifested into existence, it's really important to remember that um, it's actually not the universe's fault. It's your fault for not wanting it enough. Okay. This, this does sort of sound like a quite convenient way to just avoid responsibility. But you know what? I'm going to go with it. Like I said, I'm being open-minded. I'm giving it a go. So if anybody else would like to get on this right now, I am, I'm doing manifestations. Um, I'm like a, I don't know, a psychic, a magician. If there's anything you want manifested into existence right now, just, just let me know. Because obviously, now I'm fully involved in the manifestation. I can just make it happen. I'm in the zone right now. Me and the universe, we're on like a level. I feel like we're, we're at one. So if you need anything doing, just, just ask me and I'll ask, okay? I promise I got you. 07807-183-538. What would you like me to personally manifest for you? I'll give it a go. I can't promise anything, but, you know, like James said, if it doesn't happen, it's because you're not good enough. I think that's the really important thing we should all take from this. So 07807-183-538. That's the uh, text number if you want to get in touch with me. You can email me to station at wizardradio.co.uk. What do you want manifested? Tell me what you want, why you want it, and I will have a chat with the universe next, and we'll we'll see what we can sort out. I'm playing that Snake Hips and Jess Glynn song now. 
It's called Lie For You, and it's featuring someone called A Boogie Wit Da Hoodie. And so, I wanted to find out more about someone with such an interesting name, so I, I looked into them. I've done my research, I've got my, my facts, my stats, and I've condensed all of that into 60 seconds. Just 60 seconds. So right now on Moose Radio, let's get my 60 second guide, totally accurate, to a boogie with the hoodie. Alex, totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide. New from the people who brought you a boogie, why not try a boogie with the hoodie? It's just like a normal boogie, but you get to do it whilst wearing a hoodie. It's great. Um, especially as the autumn approaches and it chills out a bit. A boogie with the hoodie himself actually tweeted only on Thursday how good it was that hoodie season was approaching. Anyway, a boogie with the hoodie loves hoodies so much that he's brought out his own fashion line where all of the clothes actually have hoods. You can now buy hoodie shirts, hoodie vests, hoodie boxers, even full hoodie suits. Boogie said it's just ridiculous that when you go to church or a funeral, you can't put your hood up. I wanted to change that. He's actually never been photographed publicly not wearing some kind of hoodie, even in those nudes that got leaked. The first half of his name, a boogie, was inspired by teenagers who think they're really cool and edgy by describing the illegal squat raves they go to as, oh, I got a for a cheeky little boogie, which is something he's on record describing as cringeworthy. And that is a boogie with the hoodie in 60 seconds. Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays 3 till 5. It's Wizard Radio, and that was Gracie with Alexander23 and like that. Before it, Snake Kips, Jess Glint, A Boogie With The Hoodie, and DeVito. Live for you. Hello, it's Alec here. Happy Saturday afternoon. Miles is on at 5 o'clock, and someone's knocking at your door will be concluded in about 10 minutes' time. We'll find out which two hands were knocking on my door, and maybe even get them in for a little chat if someone guesses correctly. That is all to look forward to. Before that, I was talking about this thing I've discovered on Instagram and Twitter, and it's big on TikTok as well, called manifesting. And it's basically when you just try and think something into reality. The idea being, like, if you think hard enough about it and want it enough, it will happen because you think about it. That's the idea. It's to do with, like, being at one with the universe. Uh, just before James was sort of showing me how to do it. And so I tried to manifest my housemates' plants back because if you weren't listening before four o'clock, they, um, I moved them outside to get rid of the flies and they accidentally got taken away and thrown away by my landlord because she thought it was rubbish. And so I just wished for them back, you know, for them to be returned from whatever bin they're in. I did go outside to check during that song, actually. They're not back yet. But, you know, I have full faith in the universe to deliver eventually. I'm sure, I'm sure it will. So it'll be fun. Um, I've got some other stuff to manifest, actually. Some requests in, because I'm, I'm that good at manifesting. Zoe says, can you manifest that I don't catch coronavirus now I'm going back to school this week? I know this sounds selfish. I actually think it's the least selfish thing ever. Because if I catch it, then other people could also catch it. My family could catch it. Then everyone could die so me not getting it means people don't die yes i i understand that completely zoe that doesn't sound too selfish so hang on let me just <clears throat> just getting in the zone <laughs> Ma. okay hey universe universe 
Zoe doesn't need coronavirus. Don't give Zoe coronavirus. No coronavirus for Zoe. Don't give it to her. Don't give it to her. Don't give it to her. <sighs> okay. Yeah, that, that one's manifested now. We'll tick that off the list. I'm sure the universe will will deliver. And remember, if it doesn't, it's just because you didn't want it enough. Daniel as well. Can you manifest that I get the new PS5 before anybody else? It's really just so I get bragging rights, but also I just really want it because it looks sick. And if I get it before everyone else, I'm going to assume I got it that way because it was a gift or something. So I won't need to pay for it either. Thanks. That is quite smart. I admire that logic there. If you get something early, it's because it's been given to you. Listen, this one might be a bit harder, Daniel, because this is purely just so you can flex. It's completely for your own gain. So luckily me and the universe are on quite good terms. So let me just... Give Daniel the PS5 before it's released. Give Daniel the PS5 before it's released. Give Daniel the PS5 before it's released. Come on, universe. Come on. Uh, yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah. I think I think that's that one's in there now. Um. Just, just, let me let me just double check. PS5. Okay. Yeah. It's in there now. And Sammy as well would like me to manifest something for him. You know, I'm re I'm really getting into the groove of this now. Actually, I'm really feeling it. I think. I've never felt closer to the universe than I do right now, so I really think that these will all come to fruition because that's what manifesting is all about. You know, you think about something, then it happens because you thought about it hard enough. Sammy wants a new pet manifested into existence. He had a pet fish his whole life, but he thinks it's really boring and he needs a proper pet like a cat or a hamster or something you can actually play with. He says, I see this as entirely unselfish because me getting a pet means me making an innocent animal's life so much better so i guess what i'm asking is for you to let me improve an animal's life with no real benefit to me of course of course even though you could have improved a fish's life but you can't play with them but definitely of no benefit to you okay hang on sammy hang on <laughs> okay here we are universe right listen up sammy he wants a pet he wants a pet, not for him, not so he can play with it, it's so he can make the pet's life better by keeping it in captivity, but it's fine because it will it'll live a pampered existence, it'll be great, it'll have a great time, it'll get looked after, so come on universe, do it for me, do it for me, do it for me, give Sammy the pet, come on, <clears throat> yes, yes, okay, mm-hmm, right, okay, I consider that manifested. I tried my best. I'm sure you can you can hear that I did I did try really hard. I think that's how you do it. So all of those things are now manifested. So Zoe, you're not getting coronavirus. Daniel, you're getting the PS5 before it's even released. And Sammy, your new pet should be on its way, hopefully. I think I did try my hardest. So I think we can consider all of those things manifested now. You are so welcome. Well, aren't I aren't I just a, such a kind bloke on the radio? Yes, I am. Coming up next, <laughs> someone's knocking at your door. Part two of that is on the way after Pop Smoke and Lil TJ. This is Mood Swings at Wizard Radio. Someone's knocking at the door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Welcome back. Thanks for waiting for the you know the, the hour-long break in radio's greatest game show. Someone's knocking at your door. I'm Alec Feldman. I am the host of Radio's Greatest Game Show. That is officially what we're calling it now. Um as decided by me. 
So, an hour ago, just, just under an hour ago, someone, two people actually, they unexpectedly knocked at my door. I hadn't invited them around or anything, it's, it's quite rude actually. They just knocked. They knocked like, like this. Let's pretend that's how they actually knocked. And, you know, I wasn't expecting them, so I don't really want to let them in, but because I'm a fair kind of guy, I will let them in, but only if someone can guess their identity. And so we gave you some clues, but I'm not that mean. The clues you got, they're not British, they're not American either. Actually, no, I'll tell you what, I'm looking at last week's clues. <laughs> Sorry, that was someone last week. Who was knocking at the door last week? I can't even remember. This week, they they are actually quite famous. My mistake. Um, they're, they're quite famous. They're not in the news recently, though. Uh, they're not an artist either. They are only famous in England and possibly Scotland and Wales, Northern Ireland too. Not a politician, and like I said, there is two of them. That's all you're getting. And we've had, you know, the usual double act guesses this week, so you might be onto something there. So let's start with Benny. Benny says, I didn't know who on earth this was until your bonus clue, which gave it away. Two people. They're famous celebrities. They've not been in the news recently, but they're very famous in England. It's obviously Ant and Deck. They go everywhere together. They even live opposite each other. They tick all of those boxes. And also, because there haven't been any new TV shows in ages, they haven't been in the media for a while during lockdown. Is it Ant and Deck? I think you'll find it, actually. Ant and Deck have been in the news quite recently because they've released like a joint autobiography. So, unfortunately, Benny, on that count, and also the fact that that's not who it is, you are sadly incorrect. But thank you very much for your guess as ever. It is a good one, and you are on the right track, but it's not Anton Deck. Think think less famous and less rich than Anton Deck, and you might be onto something. Sophie's guess. I don't know why this is the first name that came to my mind, but do you remember that celebrity? He was on I'm a Celebrity Get Me Out Here about five or ten years ago. She was the daughter of a famous politician, I think. I don't remember who the politician was. I think the woman's name was Carol. Anyway, people hated her. Is it her? And her politician mum knocking at the door. I know you said the person knocking at your door isn't a politician, but this Carol isn't her mum is. Right, Sophie. Yeah, I think you're talking about Carol Thatcher, who's Margaret Thatcher's daughter. How? You don't remember who the politician was? Margaret bloody Thatcher. You don't forget her in a hurry. So you think Carol Thatcher is knocking at the door with the exhumed remains of Margaret Thatcher who's been dead since 2013. Really? No, 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 no. I think if a corpse was to knock at the door, it would sound more kind of like... that. Maybe. Than than this. But no, it's not Carol Thatcher and her deceased mum, Margaret. No. But, but thanks for the guess. Harry says, I have no idea why it would be these people, but is it Mel and Sue off the telly? This is actually my mum's guess. She was listening in the background. And she said it was them. I don't even know who they are, but I think one of them hosts the Great British Bake Off now. I really don't know if they count as famous celebrities, but they haven't been in the news, like, ever. They're not artists. They're only famous in England. And they aren't politicians, so I, I guess it could be. So this isn't actually Harry's guess. This is Harry's mum's guess. So shout out Harry's mum. A nice guess. I like that Harry's just sent this message and has no idea who Mel and Sue are. <laughs> Literally none. It's like, did they host the Bake Off? Like, no, mate, they haven't hosted that for about four years but nice try no it's not it's not Mel and Sue but again you're close you're close but not quite right and this message is coming from Meg 
Meg says, James should have asked if the two people lived together, because that would have given it away. To be fair to James, he didn't know who they were when the questions were asked. I think it's Dick and Dom. You know, oh, there's two guys who live in Da Bungalow. They haven't been in the news for years, but they aren't just famous British celebrities. They're icons, and also famously two of them. Can you please ask if they're sick of pies from eating so many when they were on TV? Well, Meg, I can now exclusively reveal that you are right. Dick and Dom were knocking at the door. Come in, guys. Come in, come in, come in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First question. Can you tell us, please, are you sick of eating pies from eating so many when you were on telly? Actually, no, sorry, sorry, before you answer. Sorry, sorry, guys. I just realised. Oh, no. Oh, this is well embarrassing. We've actually run out of time. I need to go now because Miles McCorsky is going to be here any minute. Oh, sorry. Anyway, that yeah, it was Dick and Dom knocking at the door, but we can't talk to them. Sorry. Bye. Go away now. Bye. And that is the end of the show, I'm afraid. Thank you very much for listening. I'll speak to you next week. Have a lovely afternoon. And I'm going to finish on Cardi B. This is WAP. There goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.